College friends turned business partners, former athletes, and newfound entrepreneurs, Hoop Zig and Cameron Jackson have come together in what is believed to be a long overdue call to action. Listen as these outwardly spoken intellectuals simultaneously discredit voices of doubt and procrastination while tackling a variety of topics applicable to contemporary business owners. Tune in as they talk about breaking ground on new projects, overcoming common obstacles, and mastering the mindset of a founder. It is time to know your worth. Welcome to the family. This is the Free Value Podcast. All right, what's going on, guys? This is the Free Value Podcast. This is your host, Hoop Zig. Joining me is my co-host, Cameron Jackson, a.k.a. CEO. Call him what you want, but you can't call him bro. Hoop, was good? It's good, man. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is probably my favorite episode. This is definitely my favorite episode. I know we've said it. Maybe five to six other times, but this right here is the best episode yet. This one is the best episode to date. Best episode so far. Um, so this guest, this guest, uh, he was a student at Coastal Carolina. I believe he's still a student at Coastal Carolina. Um, or did he graduate? Um, he's still a student, I believe. Okay, so yeah, I'm. Uh, we met him at Coastal Carolina. He, at the time, it was actually I met him at the end of uh, spring semester, going into the summer of 2019. And by this time, he had already launched his first business and established himself on the campus um, amongst his peers. And I really think you guys are going to enjoy uh, his story through his lessons learned what he's overcome as well as what he uh, what he's up to um right now and what he's up against to scale his uh, his business his name his brand and his um overall entrepreneurial presence um this episode is like, like well i can't say it enough i'm gonna say it again this is the best episode yes it's a little bit longer than all of our episodes it's, it hits right at about an hour i think um, yeah, right super excited to um, get you guys to uh, listen to this one. This one, this one's gonna be a good one for you. Definitely tune in. I think this is the best episode just because of how in depth um, he went and the things he explains, like all of his trial and error, all of the good things and the bad things that happened to him. I personally met Dez. How I met Dez was off of Instagram. Actually, he asked me a question through Instagram when we started talking, and we just hit it off then. Ended up meeting up in person, talking about some business, and then that's just how our relationship grew. And great guy, huge. He's going to be a huge success. He's already a huge success, but he has a lot more success to get and a lot bigger things to do. But ISO, what he's done with ISO as a brand and just everything he's done with it, how he's branched off so many ways, is just amazing. So definitely tune in to this show. It is a little bit longer, as Hoop said, but great episode. Yeah, and um. Well, we, we don't want you guys to wait any longer, so we're going to go ahead and write right into it, dive right in. Here we go. Dez, welcome to the show, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank y'all for having me, for real. Of course. So Great to have you, our first so, guest that we've had. It only makes sense that we invited you on to be our first guest. Yes, sir. 
Let's boss get right talk, into it. Boss Talk Series 2. Boss Talk Series 2. <laughs> boss Talk Series 2 featuring Dez. Let's get into it. ISO gang. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good, man? So tell us, man, what, what you what you got going on, man? You got a lot uh a lot of things going on, man. Talk to us. How are things going? You doing well? What you uh what you got planned? What you working on, man? Um really, you know, ISO started off as like a clothing brand. A lot of people know that, a lot of people don't. So um what I've been trying to work on since then is I realized like I'm more than just uh, a clothing designer, if if you might add. Like I don't my purpose was always to spread a message and I figured the best form of representation in the situation I was in being on Coastal Carolina's campus um, was, you know, finding something that people could, you know, show off every day, represent every day. And I went with t-shirts because, you know, everybody needs t-shirts. It was most equitable. Um, I found a good shop for the time being to, you know, uh, distribute those shirts and got it popping from there. But once the brand got it larger, I just started expanding. So it went from clothing to, photography, mentoring, the whole nine. Now I'm doing promotion, marketing. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, build my empire one step at a time. Right. Um, it's hard because, you know, as CEOs and, you know, uh, business-minded people, you want to do so much, but you got to realize, like, you can't spread your energy into too many places because you, you burn yourself thin. So that's what I've been going through, you know, just trying to do so much, but, you know, stay focused within the process. So right now, um, we're in the phase of ISO Studios. ISO Studios is basically a creative, like, creative-based, I don't want to call it collective, but more of so like a um, a promotion tool, man. I'm just trying to, you know, uh, I know a lot of uh, talented people with businesses, brands, um, art, whatever you may call it, that don't really have that exposure that I feel like they need. Mm-hmm. So what I've been trying to do is use ISO as a tool to kind of or outlet would you rather to kind of get them that exposure get people seeing their work what they're trying to do connect collaborate with other people you know a lot of people just don't you know aren't interested in that kind of thing but that's going that's the thing that helps them elevate right so i've just been trying to you know now that i've gotten a little bit of success i've been trying to reach reach back and help others um not necessarily get to where i am but trying to get closer to where they're going so that's what iso studios is all about man um iso studios is actually my long-term goal um i want to open up like a um a art venue so i said 2023 in charlotte north carolina man i'm open up a venue you walk in and you get the whole artistic experience you'll have recording studio photography studio uh sip and paint and you know everything that you can imagine that you don't really get the access of all in one place you see what i'm saying wow it's, right it's all gonna be iso based you feel what i'm saying i know um, the example I like to use is like think of a tourist. They go to, uh, they go out of town and they're trying to find every experience. They're going to many different places, investing in all these venues, just trying to get an experience. What if I just brought that experience in one place? You see what I'm saying? And right. just let people just have an adventure and take memories with them instead of looking at memories as far as like museum and historic based assets. So that's what I've been working on, man. Um, it's taken longer than what I expected, but I that's how I know it's it's going to be great. Once I finish it, it's a long project, business plan, all that is getting worked out. So right. that's what I've been working on, man. It's just been that's huge. huge. No, that's huge. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still got going on. Okay, so you said a lot. You obviously have a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. um, so let's take let's take that into like let's try to break it down like into some detail. Um, like so where did where did ISO come from? Like where did you 
where did this, when did this start? When was this idea like, you know, when when did this become what it is now? Like, where did you come up with the ISO? Like, what is ISO? So ISO was, uh, I don't know if y'all remember, like two or three years ago, everybody was doing hashtags, basically trying to, you know, build their own, you know, uh, image identity, just, you know, doing something cool. Right. And ISO for me was separating myself and, and finding myself and being different, but staying within my range. You see what I'm saying? Like, I always tell people, people try so hard to fit in and stay within the crowd and then realize, like, we're all alike. You see what I'm saying? I've never been the type to be, you know, following the crowd and doing what everyone else is doing. I've always taken my own route. So ISO was me. For me, it was just like isolation, separating yourself, uh, putting your best foot forward and, and, and doing things you want to do. So honestly, it was a hashtag on Twitter and it was my it was my Instagram name. If you've been following me for a while, you know, my name was ISO Des for like two years. Yeah. Right. Um, last year, February, I was like, man, let me see what I can do with ISO. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody keep asking me what it is, what it's about. Let me see if I can turn this into a business. And that's what it that's what it turned out to be, bro. And people don't know this, but I started off CEO, of course, came up with the idea. All ISO is me. But I had seven people on the team. And within two weeks, they all dropped. Seven people. Really? Seven people quit on me. Seven that. people quit on me wow. when 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 investments, money and, and actual business settlements started. Because to everyone's in for the idea. That's that's true. Exactly. Wow. I didn't know exactly. That. Yeah, bro. It it was me, a CEO, and then I had like a whole team. And the way I set it up was, okay, I was going to basically create hustle for everyone. So say like we did like a t-shirt design, you know, you take, you co-sign on the t-shirt design and then you go wherever you are because it was people like all over the low country. So you go wherever you are, say you're in Orangeburg, you go to uh, um, a printing store or whatever, get you a couple t-shirts and sell them. You keep the profit. You see what I'm saying? I was creating the hustles, but I realized everybody doesn't have that mindset. Mm. So literally, bro, it was, I remember for, for a fact, I didn't, it was no more than two weeks and everybody quit on me. And that, that's what showed me. I feel like it was a sign. Like, this is your idea. This is what you need to do. You got to make it happen yourself. And, so and that, um, would you say that, that would, that helps you or that will help you in the future when you, uh, assemble when you try to assemble another team when you know when you scale your business and you're going to have to have a team you think that's going to help you um, when you saw the types of mindsets that didn't work and uh, does that help yes. you like optimize the experience at all absolutely but I learned that it doesn't need to be the people that I know people that I grew up with mm -hmm. people that I have close relationship with it doesn't have to be like that and that's that was my mindset back then you see what I'm saying it was like man I don't trust nobody else. Let me just see if I can do it with the fellas. But in the back of my mind, I'm knowing the fellas don't think like mm -hmm. me. You get what I'm saying? Like, we all brought something different to the table. Right. And even though, like, you're different, all those pieces don't don't make the puzzle. Right. You see what I'm saying? And then when, when moves started being made, I just it just started exposing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No no hard feelings. Don't knock to them boys. But that's what really turned my grind. Everyone's hustling. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Exactly, and then like that isolation. me putting just that isolation. Again. Literally, literally, <laughs> literally, though, like me putting those hours in and putting the time in, man. That's what really committed me to ISO. Is something I would never give up on because I remember like what I went through just to get here. You see what I'm saying? I'm only a year in, and look what I've created. And, it, and it's almost it's good. Exciting. And it's almost good they dropped out early so you could see their true colors early exactly. on. Exactly. Right. 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 So that's where I've been with that, man. People don't understand, like. They think the CEO just, you know, sit on their, their behinds all day. Bro, CEO put in the most hours. The unseen hours. The unseen mm -hmm. hours. Like, 
things you 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 don't understand how business works. It's not about social media. It's not about you know. It's about posting flyers, making phone calls, trying to uh, you know trying to collab, trying to get investments, trying to link with this person. Like people don't see what the CEO does. They only glorify it. So that's what that's what was hard for me. Like I'm doing everything. So I'm like, what do I even have a team for? You get what I'm saying? Like if I'm doing everything, and I can and I can make it happen myself. Then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do that. You feel they me? weren't willing. And one to, more thing, like I don't. They weren't willing to acclimate themselves within the process to become successful exactly. within the business. Exactly. And then I don't. Another thing is I did it all by myself, but I would never say I'm self-made. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I had so much help to get to where I'm right, at, bro. Right. Like I had to ask people for so many things to get to where I'm at. So that's self-made and. I did all this. I don't need nobody, bro. I You can't have that mindset as a CEO, especially if you want to be a successful CEO. CEO is, you know, a leader, but you also have to be the greatest follower. You have to learn. You have to absorb. It's like a continuous process. So that's why I tell people all the time, bro. Wow. And that's a great way to put it. The behind-the-scenes right. work that nobody sees, the real work you're putting in that nobody sees, and they think it's all glorious. Right. But, man, that's a great way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good uh good way. Um so so once you had ISO off the ground, like once you had it established, so the first brand was the um the clothing brand, right? The t-shirts, right? Right. So right. how did you how did you market that and what was your what was your feedback or did you get any feedback? As far as like uh the t-shirts or just the brand in general? Uh, as far as the the, the t-shirts, r- really you can take it however you want it. Uh, just as far as okay. how you marketed the uh the initial business, like say you just started and you mm-hmm. were ready to, you know, what I'm saying you've you've asked the people what you need to ask them to know what you need to know. Now it's time to get your feet wet. So how did you go about yeah. marketing the t-shirts and how did you get people on board to buy into your brand and what was their feedback? Um, when I first started the t-shirts, bro, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was going through a little dilemma. Um, I'm well known. A lot of people know me. I'm um very active on campus. Um, all of that. So I already kind of had like the people around me that I knew would support me. You see what I'm saying? So I remember like the first week, I probably got like 50, 60 sales. I'm booming. You see what I'm saying? But then again, um, somebody told me like your your top customer doesn't need to know who you are. So that that statement alone kind of shook me because i was like is people buying into iso or is people buying into right. my name are people purchasing my shirts because they know me or because they actually support and you know actually like the product so how i marketed it was um i told my graphic designer we're going to do like real designs that have that's going to tell a story like i don't just put out designs that look nice every design i have tells a story so i did one um for mental health um you know just just hitting like different areas i remember that- those um, um, college students go through. You see what I'm saying? That was my market, college students. So it was easy for me because people could relate. You see what I'm saying? So I remember I would always do like a preview. Okay, all right, this is what I'm talking about. This is something I went through or give like a memory of my life. And this is what I'm going to put into the design. And people bought into it. You see what I'm saying? And, and the t-shirts were rolling, bro. I remember I was in lab one day and I literally left lab, dog. We had a quiz. I looked at my phone. Somebody was calling me for a big T-shirt order. Bro, I got a zero on the quiz because I walked out. <laughs> I answered the phone and picked up the call. Dang. Like, 
T-shirts had me tweaking. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like these are T-shirts, but they put. I'm getting you know brand, brand I ain't never seen before. You feel right. me? But I remember me and Cam had a conversation. It was like the middleman. Like I'm thinking I'm getting bread, but they they really eating off me. Ah, you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like it was more so the T-shirts were 25. You know they get their little 15. I get it. I get my little 10. But at the same time, that 10 was multiplying. Mm-hmm. Get what I'm saying? But and then it got to a point where it was like, bro, I'm I'm more than a. a a dude who wants to make t-shirts that that was never my idea of business that was just my first route that was the first route mm-hmm. i took now what can i do to expand and still get people to buy in you see what i'm saying this is more it turned into oh that's the t-shirt guy no i'm not a t-shirt guy i'm a businessman right. right. that's, so when... that's when i had to take a step back and be like okay like Okay, so what's the next route? You get what I'm saying? Because you want ISO to be an empire. Now it's time to introduce them to the next step because if you keep going with T-shirts, that's what people are going to buy into, and that's the only thing they're going to look right. forward to you is have T-shirts. To have to, you have to build so have that, to stop. Meeting, right. that meaning. And what you do exactly. specifically with ISO, you have, like, different seasons. Like, I remember the first season was the slime season. Yeah. The second yeah. one with the skull. You have yeah. different logos for, like, right. each collection, and they relate to... Exactly. Uh, an assortment of people on each logo, exactly. each design, each word put into that logo. And you can tell that you actually put in some meaning and it means a lot to you. And people aren't just like, Oh, it's just a logo on a, on a shirt. And that's what you really right. have to realize. That's what I realized as well, that I had to put more meaning and bring more value and have to, like you said, take a look back, look in the mirror and be like, okay, why am I doing this rather than just for Absolutely. a profit? Right. Right. Absolutely. Completely Absolutely, bro. I agree. And another thing, like, I had to keep my face clean because I'm the face of ISO. And what motivates me every day is if there's no me, there's Mm -hmm. no ISO. Get them. And, like, there's nobody that can pick this up and keep it going because nobody knows what it took. Nobody knows what ISO really went through, what it's about, what I'm trying to do. My vision is my vision. You Mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? And, And people don't understand the kind of pressure that weighs on, on on people like us, man. I know, like, we're strong-minded, but at the same time, it's kind of like we have to... You may be one step away from that big decision that'll change your life. You get what I'm saying? And and I wake up every day thinking, like, that might be the day that I changed my life. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's what I mean with ties into, like, the unseen hours, the pressure, the mental state, the, 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 the mental strength that you have to go through as a CEO, like, it's hard, bro. Like, I'm not even going to cap. Like, it's hard. It's super hard. But for ISO, bro, it was more of so, like, when I started booming with the T-shirts, people were like, like, who is this dude? Like, I remember getting calls from, like, you know, hey, we want to do a write-up about you. I'm like, what? Like, I did a, I did an interview with Coastal. They did a photo shoot. They've never done it on the business that's owner ever, bro. That's what I was bro. just about it, to it say. Like, I remember when you ran <laughs> that article. And that's when I was, like, they yeah. just do – Coastal's not just doing an article on somebody that's just selling shirts for no reason. You know what I mean? Bro, they've so never done that before. The, title, the CCU right. student builds up his own business. It's like, yeah. okay, let me see what he's, what he's got going on. Like business, not it's selling exactly. shirts, building up his business. I remember yeah. seeing it. And that's when I was like, oh man, yeah, it's bigger than I. It's like, it's bigger than that. He's really, yeah. he's really taking a step. I remember me and Hoop FaceTime. Remember we said, we were like, damn. We were like, he's yeah. really making it happen. Right. And then that's when I talked to Dez. I remember you reached out to me. And that's when I think around that time we talked and we talked about how people, once that success really comes and you see the, how like the, um, the support from the people kind of goes off a little bit 
from others. Remember, we oh, had that call. Dies, bro. Dies, it dies, bro. right? Oh my. And, oh and we had that call gosh. and we talked about that. I remember that day. And then after that, boom, maybe like a week or two later, they dropped that, that report. And that's when I was like, man, he's getting hated on right now. But mm. the amount of bro, love he's so getting bad, is bro. also out there. So it's just yeah. like, he comes yeah. with it. I remember that. Bro, I remember I posted that article on social media. I was getting hella love, like love, love, love. But bro, the sales went down, like down. And bro, I was going through so much stuff. Like, bro, somebody tried to rob me from my own product, bro. Like, this was when I was booming, booming. Like when the articles was coming out, I was getting, you know, I was buzzing, this and the third. Like, bro, it was just so much craziness coming from every angle. And that's what woke me up. It was like, okay. You see what I'm saying? Now, now it's time to refocus and really consider like what this is. Cause I'm not gonna lie, I caught up, I got caught up in the yeah. moment for a second. Cause it was like, oh, was like I really did this in less than a year. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like these people, these people that's trying to get in touch with me, they don't know nothing about me. They just know he's booming right now, and we just need to get in touch. We with We need him to be booming. Exactly. Exactly. Right. You right. see what I'm saying? So that taught me like. Nobody cares about when you're down, bro. It's about when you up. That's when everybody comes. And then when people get comfortable with your success, that's the worst because the support goes down. It's kind of like, oh, he don't need me no more. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? He don't need my support no more. He got enough support. He got a, he got enough love. He's straight. Not knowing that there's probably a hundred other people thinking that way. Oh, and I'm sure y'all go through the same, same thing. thing. You exactly. see what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and I'm even, and on right. the post, I remember, I remember the first time you posted it. I remember when you posted the picture. And it was of you like holding up the shirts and you had a long paragraph. And I remember all the love you were getting on that photo. You had a lot of comments. But then yeah. when you posted the other one yeah. of the actual article, the comments even yeah. went down to like three or four, if I recall. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, right. It's like that's not supposed to happen regardless right. because you have more than four close right. friends. You know what I mean? And it's not like saying, yeah, they have yeah. To, you know, your people have to support you and they have to comment on your things. And it's not about that, but the simple fact of, you know, like how you said it, they don't think, you know, that you need them. They're already reaching the success. They don't need me to do this. And, and, and it's not exactly. even about that. Right. And that's exactly. right. Right. Yeah, bro. So that's. I'm sure like, like with the, uh, that's, we're talking from uh, a social media aspect and like in real life right. aspect though. Like, for example, for Cam, like if you're a random dude and you don't know Cam, you probably go on his Instagram page and be like, who the hell does this nigga think he is? Like you got. You got the Corvette, you got the, you know, the big house, but literally, like, what we're trying to do is motivate. But I realize we can't motivate everybody. You can't. People take it the wrong way. And we got to realize, like, we got to realize, like, everybody does not want to be a CEO. You can't, there, there'll probably be two out of a hundred people that go on your page, can't right now, and be like, I want what he wants. Because the other 98 people are going to be like, who is he? You see what I'm saying? Like, why, like, what is he doing? Like, why is this such a big deal? And we got to get away from people like that. You feel me? That's just what I've been working on personally. It's just like you can't motivate everybody, bro. I can't put ISO on everybody. I can't put you can be your own business on everybody. I can't put we're in a pandemic, so you should create a hustle because in times like this is the time to flow. Mm-hmm. You can't put that on everybody. Everybody doesn't want it. We're like one percent. You just gotta do it. Literally, honestly, like. like- Literally, it's just gotta. It's really gotta be in Like you got, it starts with yourself. You got to help yourself first. Telling you, man, that, it has that's to be real. in you. It has to be in you. And I have people around me that are the same way. It has to be in you. You can't motivate everybody like how you motivate and like how you talk to everybody. How you talk on a regular basis, like all three of us, 
we talk um, every now and then, and we can all connect anytime and on anything because we think alike. We think the same. Exactly. But yeah. you can't have these same conversations and do the same things with different people. And I had to get those people from around me as well. And it's like you have to right. separate yourself from those people because those are going to be the people that are going to be negative and not even try to be negative. But they're going to be they're not going to be supportive like, as they should because exactly. they don't even have the intelligence that's in, or <laughs> even thinking about what you're thinking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, talking, yeah, you're talking yeah. real business talk. Like I'm talking business. Talk, yeah, and you don't even understand. You know, I'm talking opportunity zones and and things like you don't even understand. Like it's not this is different conversation, especially with somebody right. that you know they don't have any of the same interests you have. But man, right. that's a good way to put it. It's a great way to put it. Yeah, talk to us about um the, your trial and error. Oh, trial. Talk to us about error. your trial and error. I don't. Like, is that um. Are you still like implementing trial and error in your day to day or will it ever? How important is it to you? Like, where do you even look like what? How was the trial, the process of your trial and error? Um, bro, honestly, I can trial and error is probably my biggest go to right now because I can live with. I tried it. You see what I'm saying? I can't live with. I don't know what could have happened. I can't live with that. So I feel like ISO is nothing but trial and error. Like there's a lot of things that flop and I, and a lot of it, a lot of the things that flopped are things that I tried to force when I tried to force my vision on people. Like when I tried to collaborate or I tried to, you know, do an event or I tried to get somebody to buy into ISO, invest, whatever, whatever the case may be. There's, there were a lot of no's that came from that. And what I realized about trial and error is that that's what makes us great. You get what I'm saying? I'm sure y'all as well have tried a lot of things that, you know, that you thought right. could be successful or have a great turnout that didn't. Um, I'm trying to think of a specific example, bro, but um, trial and error, trial and error. Oh, I can't even Maybe like um, when you first started selling shirts and, and selling them and getting them out there to how you do it now. Oh, I got you. About the website. What about how about when you got the website? When you got the website up and running and how that all okay. affected your trial and error. Okay, when I first did the website, um I wasn't getting that many sales. And people don't know like with like Shopify and the things we do, you have to pay the website and you know, you're breaking them off for basically every almost order. every order. So I'm losing money, but then again, I'm thinking about it. That's the error. I'm losing money because I have a website up because people are, they're just going on there. It's something to see. You get what I'm saying? It's something people can refer to and be like, okay, cool. This is what ISO is. This is what they offer. This is what they have out right now. Cool. But I'm losing money because most of my sales are in person. Like I was making these t-shirts um, in my dorm, in my room or in UP. So most people are like, hey, yeah, just, you know, deliver it to me. I'm not about to go on the website, wait a week. People don't want to wait on things. Y'all know that. So I was losing money with the website. And I'm still going through that. Like, there may be a good month and there may be a bad month, but that's always something that I can have that people can refer to. See, you get what I'm saying? So that's trial and error for and me. And that that right there, um, as far as not having as many sales on the website as you do locally, because that, that was the thing with yeah. us when we were figuring out that um, more people didn't want to pay and wait for shipping and wait three days so we cut out the middleman and start making yeah, t-shirts no. ourselves but the website is right. always going to come in handy 
to have. So that force that that forces you to scale your business and think outside the box and get out of your comfort zone. Because if you're just selling to people like it's cool and it's easy to get carried away when you're booming on a campus. Right. We, we've all had the feeling. Right. When we're all mm-hmm. booming on a campus and it's easy to get carried away and get comfortable. But now I feel like say at this time now that we're not at school um it forces us to get out the comfort zone and like okay so someone in cali i need people in cali i want this many orders coming out of cali i want this many orders coming out of texas but i'm in north carolina so what Mm -hmm. can i do yeah what can i do to scale my business to get the same type of traffic as i was locally but across the country right yeah, that's hard, bro. Like, especially with us coming out the low country, it's not really like more of so like where the businesses are booming, quote unquote, where people look for for exposure, right. brands, fashion, whatever, whatever you're trying to do, bro. It's it's hard. It's crabs in a barrel. It's kind of like more of so you're gonna get a lot of hate before you make it out. Um, so with that, it was more of so trying to learn social media. Social people downplay social media every single day. Uh, social media is toxic. Um, it it it's a it's a field of comparison. Blah, 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 blah. I understand that. But social media can change your life. I built a whole brand off of Instagram. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You built a whole podcast off of TikTok. You get what I'm saying? Like, people don't understand. The way you use social media is huge within your success. So, um, as far as, like, you know, getting to those places like Texas and um, the other places you mentioned, I, it's trial and error because you're trying to learn right. how to reach those people. But nobody knows who you are. You get what I'm saying? Like, nobody knows ISO in North Virginia. Nobody knows ISO across the wa- wa- across the water. Like, stuff like that is what motivates me. It's like, I got to get to those places, and, and people got to know what I'm media. doing. Go ahead. Because we're sitting here stressing over sales and stuff, but this is just right. South Carolina. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I know, well, I'm, I'm speaking on ISO's behalf. I know y'all got a, y'all got a lot of out-of-sale um um, out of state sales with Gorilla Gang, but for me personally, ISO was like dominated within the Low Country because that's where people know me. Um, that's where my brand came up at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it was never yeah. more yeah, so like places all over. It was more so either Conway or mm-hmm. Charleston. Let's just be real. So, um, just trying to break that barrier. That's trial and error for me too because I've tried a lot of ways so far and it hasn't worked. But you know, I'm still learning. Just to continue. Yeah, we were talking about learning. that. Um, on our last podcast, as far as the effects on social media and connecting with other people on episode seven, on episode seven. Um, yeah. Social media yeah. and trial and error. Social media is probably the, it's definitely the best way to get any, any brand out there. Um, and Absolutely. what I learned was not to hit people with my, my brand at first, like, I first got on TikTok and my first thing I did, my first video was about my clothing brand and it didn't get any views. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, so, and I saw it didn't right. get any views. So I was like, okay, well, I know that it's pretty easy to blow up on this app. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to adapt mm-hmm. to the environment right. that I am on the app. And then I'm going to um, connect with, I'm, I'm going to make content for the people on the app. And then, like I said, I'm going to adapt. And then I'm going to um, then I'm going to hit them with the brand. Once I build those supporters, people are going to be like, oh, 
we uh we fuck with this dude because he's he's cool, he's funny, and things like that. So and then you can transfer that yeah. audience to your brand, Boom. your Instagram, YouTube, and whatever. Boom. Easy. Yes. Yes. Easy. Easy, bro. That yeah, what you did with TikTok was genius. Like you give them you give them the content they want. All right, boom. You know, I give y'all y'all content, now support me. Here's the website. Bro, it's it was common sense. It was common sense. That's it. That's it. It bro. was yeah. It was common sense. But it. see, TikTok's not it's really not for everybody. But like if you're a businessman or you're you know what I'm saying, you have you have a why out there, you're gonna get it by any means. If you're a person who's out there who who vibes by getting it by any means, you will get on the app and you'll use TikTok. Like I said last week, like it too, it goes perfectly with our last podcast, how we were talking about the difference between each app, but the similarities was communication, but the difference was how you communicate your message through each app, like through Twitter, Snapchat, they're all right. different and they have different forms of communication, but the similarity, um, I mean, the difference was uh, how you're going to communicate that message. And with TikTok, I found it to be the really the easiest way because it's a new up-and-coming app. It's super easy to blow up on there. You make a couple videos. I mean, easy, bro. Easy. So come easy. Literally, all you hit a button, like literally you, you can blow up off somebody else blowing up. I've exactly. never seen like that, bro. <laughs> I've seen plenty of people do the same exact video. And blow up like how do you millions of views, bro? And you get you get a ton of followers, bro. Like I've tracked my following. I've That's tracked crazy. my following since since January. Yeah. I've gained I've gained ninety plus thousand followers since January. You know what I'm saying? I've, yeah. My, my traffic's went up. Um, it's just like it's just another social media platform, but it's it's funny because a lot of people were just are still to this day like pushing. TikTok aside, and they just want to mess with Instagram. Dude, we've had the same amount of followers on Instagram for you know what I'm saying, damn near since we started college. Right. But Bro, that is so funny because now that you say that, I really like, I don't know if Cam knows too, but I literally remember when you just stopped taking Instagram serious. Like, you was like this is Bluefield Streetwear and I'm going to just post whatever dude, the hell I want after dude. that. Because, bro, I remember getting on Instagram and be like, bro, what is you doing? Like, <laughs> yo, this man just stopped caring. I was like, yo, wait, I what was I, wait, what point, was I posting? Who is, bro, you, bro, anything, bro, you would literally post, like, bro, it was just, like, funny content. It was, and it was right when you left business, right when you left property. I think that's exactly what it was. It was before you I think that's exactly what it was. I don't even notice that. I don't even notice that. I think it was like a subconscious thing. I probably didn't yeah. even notice. It's like when I was in Florida. Bro, there was a little period. It was a little period where you was just posting anything, bro. And I was just like, yo, Hoop does not care no more. Like, there's no way. There's, there's no way. It was like Bluefield, Gorilla Gang, and then, bro, oh, yeah. the I most random everything. thing you could think yeah, of. Yeah, he was doing everything. CEO and then he refocused. Yeah. <laughs> Once he refocused, then he, just, he got back right. Once you started taking TikTok serious, he, like, refocused. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He adapted to anything. Yo, he adapted to literally anything. Dude, I'm going to do, do everything. Like, I'm not, yeah. I don't, I've never been, like, the person to just focus on one niche. Like, People say you need to find a niche. You have to have Bro, that target me. audience. Me, personally, I'm like, man, fuck that. Because I'm a contrarian. You know what I'm saying? I think there's... Uh, I don't want to go... Right. A, I go against popular popular opinion. 
You know what I'm saying? I think there's a way to do something right. better or just as good. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like to go with the 99%. People say you need a niche. Well, I'm the CEO of not having a niche. I'm going to post content about whatever I want to post. And I'm going to have followers and fans. And it seemed to work from, you know what I'm saying, from that perspective. Like, I don't have, you, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, but yeah. I do, I think I know what you're yeah. talking about on uh, Instagram, though. But I did try to get back started in taking Instagram seriously with the IGTV videos when I was actually spitting some knowledge. And then. Mm-hmm. But Bro, you were spitting knowledge. knowledge. That's when it came but, back. And yes, see, that so wasn't even working because. I was like, man, I'm out here posting all this this content. It's taking me forever to, to put these videos together. And my my following went down. Like, I lost over, like, 200-something followers. I wasn't getting no views, no comments, <laughs> no interaction, no engagement. I was like, man, forget Instagram. So went on TikTok, but – and now right. all my followers off of – Inst- I mean, on TikTok, well, a good amount went to my Instagram, and that just carried over because I don't focus on one thing. And I think, I don't know, I think a lot of people, and that goes into not limiting yourself, what you were talking about, um, what you said you mm-hmm. wanted to talk about is not limiting yourself. And that's one thing that I, I don't do, like limiting yourself to, like you have multiple businesses uh, all within ISO. Yeah. Me, I don't have a niche, you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. Not limiting yourself. Talk to us about that. Yeah. Though. Uh, Like the multiple businesses. Yeah, I mean, I it's, came it's up with that well, not limiting yourself is... It's, it's really self-explanatory, but I mean, we can really freestyle off of this uh, topic in particular. Okay. Um. Uh, for me, when I re- when I like when I when I made the decision that ISO was going to be more than the clothing brand, I sparked my interest. I had to look within myself and say, okay, what is something I can, you know, promote or make a service that I thoroughly enjoy doing that I could wake up every day and say I can provide this service without any complaints. And then get people to buy into it. So photography was the number one, bro. Like I like to take pictures. I like the art. I like creating. That that's mm-hmm. I love it. You see what I'm saying? So I was like, I remember like at Coastal, I was hitting up so many photographers. Um, you know, crispy guy, well known photographers that I have relationships with. And then I got to a point where I was like, bro, I don't want to hit these people up anymore. I'm trying to find a way to do it myself. No middleman. So I invested into a camera. No middleman, bro. I invested into a camera. The first week I got the camera, I don't even know if y'all remember that I was posting hella pictures on my personal page of just shoots I was doing. I probably did like 25 free shoots, no cap, the first week. 25 free shoots. By that next Sunday, I got a call um, from Glow Street Stu- Glow Street Studios uh, basically told me to come in, you know, wow. take some pictures for some artists. Little did I know, that turned into a Lucci concert. You see what I'm saying? Like that, that one opportunity, bro, just because I'm getting content out there. People are liking what they're seeing. I go to the studio, um, take pictures of them. Cool. Turns out one of the managers uh, is a quality control DJ mm-hmm. with like Lil Baby in them. And he was doing a concert for Lil Luchi, for uh, wife and Lucci. Yeah, come through, uh, get some flicks. I'll pay you. Cool. I get there. I didn't even know anything about show business, bro. I'm there. I'm wide. I'm wide eyed because I'm like, yo, what is going on? So I'm just taking pictures. Boom, 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 boom. Literally, I know, like, the opening artists are the people who actually need pictures, like, trying to get their content out there, trying to build their Instagram. Bro, I probably got, like, $80 an artist. No cap at all. You see what I'm saying? Like, people are in the backstage, hey, bro, I need some pictures, send me your cash app. All because I have a camera. Like, just that, just a one little investment 
put me in front of stars and people, business minded people within the industry that could, you know, blow ISO up and put me in places that I never, I never saw myself See? on stage during concerts. Bro, I'm walking out with artists in concerts like, like I'm a star or something. Like, I'm right. like, bro, what has my life come to? You see what I'm saying? Like, just little things like that just you can motivate me. Like, bro, exactly. see, and that, see, what if, what right. if you were just, you were just focused on uh, the t-shirt brand? Exactly. One on thing. One thing. That t-shirt, exactly. like building your t-shirt brand to its best potential. Now you're in there, you're in the building with all these notable people, and you're taking pictures for them. And you're rocking mm-hmm. an ISO brand shirt. It's mm-hmm. like, man, where you get that shirt from? It's like, oh, this is mm-hmm. mine too. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. That I, I'm never. Yeah. That's what. That's I can't yeah. stress it enough. Like, not focusing on one thing. Like, yeah, we talked about multitasking, but this is this is different. You know what I'm saying? This this is definitely different. Right. Um, man, this it's really it's really powerful for real. Right. Like, I can't. I don't know. I just have so many words. I can't even get my thoughts together as far as not limiting yourself that's just a real powerful topic you just gotta but what i learned is bro like i'm thinking okay when i first started when i first wanted to expand i'm thinking if i want to do other businesses it has it can't be under iso like it it has to be separate businesses and then i thought to myself i was like no just put you already have an established brand just keep branching off like then you got the clothing just keep making sections so that's what i did bro iso is just one big umbrella and what I told myself is I'm going to keep expanding and just keep putting ISO in front of everything because Dude. that's my brand. That's what I do. And I learned a lot of things because what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to become undeniable. Like uh, a millionaire can come up to me right now and just be like, okay, what do you do? What's ISO? I can tell them what ISO is, give them a little 30 second pitch. And I could have been like, it's a clothing brand. But what if I tell that millionaire how many services I offer? ISO is an empire. What I've done, what I've created, opportunities I've done for others. How do you become undeniable? You see what I'm saying? Like, how do you, how do you keep becoming bigger and building your brand and just so they servicing no. all these people? They can't say no. Like what? Like okay, you don't like the clothing. What about the photography? Right. Don't go like to somebody else. Let me mentor. You don't like the mentor. Let me promote. You're gonna say yes to something. That's what ISO is all about, bro. You're going to say yes to something. It's it's all about cr- finding that purpose and blowing shifting, it up. Don't limit yourself. Like, you I get what I'm saying? Like, we are really shifting the narrative as far as when it comes to different businesses. <laughs> like when you said you're putting ISO in front of everything, like if you notice, I haven't been doing anything with Bluefield Streetwear. It's because it's being rebranded to Free Value. Like Free Value Podcast, made Free yeah. Value Podcast. And I'm like, well, shit. If people are coming off of my Instagram or my social media and seeing free value, why don't I just make my uh, my clothing brand is free value too? Why don't I put free value in front of everything? You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, that speaks to a lot what you're saying. Right. And what I want to say is, if you're a creative, like if you're literally a creative, a lot of people overuse that term and really aren't creative at all. But don't want to speak on that. But <laughs> like, a lot of that is going on. Right That's now. facts, though. But bro, I hate low key. I hate. I that don't term even use. I'm not even If you are a like yeah. a truly creative person, one, you're not going to be loud about it on social media. But two, you're not going to limit right. yourself to one thing. Look at Kanye. People try to shame him for quote unquote venturing into the fashion industry. Bro, can vent and, and be a designer. 
they thought he was just a rapper. They were like, no, bro, you rap. Louis Vuitton wanted yeah. to turn him down because he was just a rapper. But now everybody, now he's the most popular brand in America. You know what I'm saying? Like, shifting right. people like that, shifting the narrative, like, Facts. um, though, you, you can go down the list, but a lot of people, a lot of notable people, like rappers, I want to say Kanye is really the most impactful because as far as me, like, people thinking creatively, um, he's been my idol. But what I saw from him was he got out of rapping and he wanted to continue. He was like, well, I can impact this group of people in rapping. Well, they like to wear clothes. They like cool shoes, too. He was like, well, I'm going to do this as well. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get to the bag this way. I'm going to impact these people this way as well. They're going to be listening to my music while rocking my shoes. You see what I'm saying? Not while rocking Nike shoes. That that's big time, bro. That's big time. Yeah, bro. I never and thought it, about it. But it like it's, that. it's because really society, bro, like society tries to get you at every single angle, bro. Like people already don't want you to be an entrepreneur. They already don't want you to be an entrepreneur. But if they do, like one thing Gary V says that I don't agree with, he says like get good at like get good at that one thing or focus on that one thing and then move to something else, which I kind of agree and disagree. Because he has like multiple businesses, yeah. But um, maybe Gary Vee wasn't a good example. But some yeah. big time entrepreneurs and influencers, they say just focus on that one thing, stick to that one thing, and just um, just learn one thing. You know what I'm saying? But and then people try to shame you for going in a completely different direction when you want to keep on impacting and inspiring other people. Like you look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates been to see he's stepped down from Microsoft. He's doing stuff with clean water initiatives. Um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, I forgot what you call that thing. But um, he's doing so much. Like people just thought, look at Bill Gates and thought he was like, isn't he just like Microsoft dude? Like didn't he just build computers? Nah, he's over here yeah, trying to yeah. save the planet. Right. Uh, coming up ways to use nuclear energy again <laughs> to power the planet. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People don't know that. He's out here creating toilets that that can you can literally he's creating like he's created uh this big machine to um to steam poop in like Africa where you can clean glass of water from that poop. Because what they were doing, people were pooping in holes and then throwing that feces into their drinking supply. And people were getting polio. The water that they take baths in, the water that they drink from, it was getting contaminated because they had nowhere to put that poop. They didn't have clean drinking water. He created a toilet that can steam the poop through this big big machine and then supply you clean drinking water. That's crazy. That's crazy. Dude, bro, he's doing so that. much. Like, that's crazy. And I thought he was just like, oh, he's just, you yeah. know what I'm saying, Microsoft dude. But like, bro, when you have that the amount of money, you have a lot of opportunities. And when you have that brain, like our brains are not meant to focus on one thing. They're not. It can't. It can't, bro. Like my mind, like exactly a, a thousand miles per minute. Because I'm always thinking of one, like a way to get bigger like i'm never complacent i'm never it's just hard bro see like... not everybody thinks like that though like yeah, I... it's really we're the one percent we're the one yeah, percent. like and, we can only and... understand each other and then there's so many other people who think 
the opposite surrounded by us, it, it makes us question our own reality sometimes. Like when we were younger, sometimes. like I questioned my reality so many times. I'm like, damn, maybe this is how it's supposed to be, but nah, it's not. It's not. It's not. not. <laughs> nah, it's not. But how do we turn our one percent to a? How do Dude. we turn our one percent to a hundred percent? How do we? How do we make that mindset? Keep doing what you're surrounded by. You see what I'm saying? Like one percent is good when you're talking about people who don't think like you, who don't have a business mindset, who aren't trying to expand, who aren't trying to work for themselves. How do you just fall into the world? How do you how do you get those ninety percent to go with the one percent you said? No, like how do you create your one percent into your hundred percent? Because right now we're thinking about like me, you and Cam, this is our one percent, but this is our hundred percent. You get what I'm saying? Like, these are the people we talk to every day. These are the people who we want around right. us. These are the people who we throw ideas at. And I feel like that's big when it comes to business. Like, how do you turn that little bit small percentage that you have of people that think like you, how do you multiply See, that and, and I turn that into your 100%? Right. I feel like that's how you get rich. It's not trying to... Because that, that 99% mm. won't get you rich. It won't. They don't. They don't care what you have going on. They don't think like you. They don't want nothing to do with owning the business. Talk. They don't they know what less. you're talking about. They could care less. You get what I'm saying? So, how do you get away from depending on those 99 percent to get you rich, and get into a group of the one percenters and turn that into your reality? I feel like at we're at the point now where we have to create our own reality. Because I don't care about the. It's it's like it's like you. You don't want to be selfish, but the world the world changes you and yeah. you only kind of think about yourself and your close ones and your family. And what you're exactly. because you're right. what you're, you're, when you're trying to exactly, exactly. And you can't really go and try to do that for everybody and try to get everybody on the same page. You're right. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the the law of attraction to to multiply that group, whatever you put out. You know what I'm saying? The energy that you put out, uh, the world is going to um, give it back to you. Whatever leaves your hand multiplies your palm. Um, I think I think that's a big factor when it comes to uh, multiplying that small group, that one percent into that ninety percent. Um, just keep on, just keep on, keep it on what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Keep on believing in your cause and impacting other people and giving and giving that value to other people because, like exactly. you said. You you thought outside the box. You didn't limit yourself. You ended up getting an opportunity, and that opportunity opened more doors for you that you didn't even fathom of if you just kept your mind on that one thing. And you you were able to meet more Absolutely. people just through that, Absolutely. just through you not limiting yourself. Absolutely, and I feel like people would try to use their one percent against you too, though. Like people try to get close to you because you're in that one percent. People are trying to make themselves CEOs or business minded oh, like yeah. people just to, you know, see what you got going on. Cause I remember at a port at a period of time on coastal campus, like this is when I first started ISO, people would come and dap me up instead of just being like a dap and just walk Oh past. my god. Hey bro, I'm gonna get a shirt soon. Dude. Uh, <laughs> Dude. You say that to me. Des, you don't bro. even understand how many times I've heard that. Bro. People, you don't even know, bro. You don't even, even know, even like, what are you know. talking about? Like, what's good, bro? Like, I'm like, what? Yeah, like, who are I you? Like, you all the time. It's not. Like, that's not the point, though. The point is, why are you? Why do you feel like you have to say that to me? 
Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be within my 1% to be accepted. You see what I'm saying? Just because I don't care about the 99% doesn't mean I don't accept them and care. Like, you know, rock with them. You see what I'm saying? It's just not what I'm on. So, you don't don't try to use my 1%. Don't try to use my niche to try to get into my world, basically. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure both of y'all go through the same thing. Like, people try to hit up Cam, like, hey, bro, like, how do you do this? Or what's up with the business? Or really get, you, you know, you know how people go. Yes. And it's just like, 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 what do you expect me to say? Right, yeah, because I know you're not on that. I know you're not. I, I don't, and that's like, and that was another thing, like, starting the podcast, because it's a way for me to give out a lot of information that people are not necessarily just asking me for all the time, but I get asked a lot of questions just about, like, things I'm doing, and just even, like, a random, hey, how did you start real estate, or how are you doing this? I want to start a bit, but it's like, a lot of people are just saying it just to say it, and so, you know, they're not going to act on it or do anything, but it's like it's hard because people do come out of nowhere and say that and it's just like ah yeah like are you being serious are you being serious or you just bullshitting like let me know you know bro and then you know what's funny when you know it's funny when you don't respond then you're the jerk you you're full of yourself you're stuck up you 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 think you're this big time dude they don't understand it's like dude i just got I just got 50 more of those messages dude like yeah are you serious or you not (laughs) They that want that. Is so I think they true, I think they bro. just want that like that that same recognition. I think like they see you you have what they want. I feel like people are just drawn to you being attractive to other people or people yeah, people so. are attracted to you because other people are attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? Like people yeah, want yeah. that clout like rappers, famous people always talk about like you can't trust anybody at the top cuz a lot of people um People want that lifestyle as well. Like yeah, people are willing bro. to do anything for that. And they're willing to knock you off to get to that. You see what I'm saying? They're willing to take you out your spot to get to that. Quick. And you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Like you don't even have to be on top. Like, think about it. Think about where we want to be and then what we've already experienced as far as what we're talking about right now, as far as other people coming to us on that type of energy. You know right. what I'm saying? Like it doesn't even take a lot. People see like People see that little taste of it. I'm like, oh, I, I want need that. that. You know what I'm saying? That that, yeah. spark, that little recognition. Like, bro, I can't yeah, tell facts. you how many people facts. are just trying to act like they, you know what I'm saying, we cool or whatnot, just because they didn't see me on a For You page. Right. Like, and it's just something like that that I would never even expect. Like, people in my DMs and stuff, like, people want me to do things for them or things like that or people just try to act like we're cool we're friends and it's just like yeah. man you only messing with me because i got a lot of followers <laughs> like, yeah yeah or i know what i'm doing right now so it look so you can get your little taste and then go about your business right that's why i try to avoid bro i i really try to avoid it's hard because then again like you have those people that that's been down with you since day one but they just don't get it i don't know if y'all go through this as well but like you want to like share your vision and, and what you're trying to do with people, but they just don't think like that. Oh, and you can't yeah. force it on them. Yeah. But then Damn. you might have a, a person you meet tomorrow that might, you might click with a hundred percent. You get what I'm saying? But they may not be serious. Like Cam said. So man, every day is just like a new journey dog. Like literally man. And, I, I, and I'm one of those people who kind of like, you can get close to me, but ISO is like my baby. Like I carry it like my baby. I don't, I don't put it in front of a lot of people. I don't talk about it a lot to a lot of people. If you know me, you know what I'm about. You know where I'm trying to get with it. But I don't, right. I can't. Because when I did, I remember I was, when I was wide open with it, 
I was killing myself, bro. Literally, mentally, like I was trying to like. It was it was hard for me to accept everybody not to be happy for me. Exactly, like, you can't tell you can't bro, tell everybody like. Yeah, man, I can't tell you. I be around a lot of people. Like I'll go to the gym. Like when I well before quarantine and stuff, I was playing basketball with a lot of guys. I was cool with, but I can't yeah. talk to them about uh, a lot of things. I be I be going on, but I got going on. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. You just you just sort of know you have conversations with these people and the type of life they live and just the things they say. You can kind of just observe like what type of energy they on and what type of energy they would bring to whatever you bring up. Um, you know what I'm saying. But I, I definitely I definitely understand that as far as. Keeping that quiet, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to recognize it. People are going to recognize if it, um, you know, you do what you need to do. I got a question for y'all. So, as far as like money goes, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to formulate the question. All right. So when you say, say you was at the point where you made the most money from your business you've ever made, like you've ever, ever, ever made, like money you haven't even seen before. How did you? What did that do to you? Like, what was the feelings? You hoop and cam. Like, how did y'all react to that? I'll let you go first, hoop. And I'll let you go first. It's up to you. Shit, it was supposed to happen. Mm. That's how I look at it. It's supposed to happen. Like, if you put in the work for it, at the beginning, you know what you're going to get if you truly believe in yourself. Like, one thing I learned when I was younger, like, like I've had my own parents turn me down and not, you know what I'm saying, not want me to do something like, you know what I'm saying? That's- I had to really learn on my own. Like, I got to believe just in myself. Like, nobody going to open the door for you. You know what I'm saying? So, at the beginning, you got to be willing to accept good or bad and not take it. Like, not overvalue it. You know what I'm saying? Because it could all be gone in a matter of minutes, a matter of seconds. You know what I'm saying? I've seen a lot of people who I've idolized before get things. And, you know, a lot of people on TV and say, Man, this fame thing ain't nothing. This money ain't nothing. It yeah. can all be gone. But that always stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? Like I've and I've been in hard times. Like my parents or my mom, she's had a job and lost her job. We got uh foreclosed and stuff like that. Like so mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen I've seen it happen before. Like people have a job, people have money and have all the things that make them happy and then everything just get taken away. Um, so I look at it at the beginning that it's supposed to happen. Like when the when the money right. came in, it was supposed to happen. When we were out there putting the work in for them shirts, and we were getting all them orders, it was supposed to happen. Like you know, that's that's just the way I look at it, and I don't overvalue it. I don't overvalue the losses. I don't overvalue the win. Right. So that's my yeah. view on it. I kind of I kind of looked at it as very similar to hoop, but I kind of looked at it as like I was excited, but it was like how can I. It was like, yes, it was supposed to happen, but it was more of like, how can I continue this? Like, how can I continue to make this happen? Yeah. Because this isn't enough type of thing for me. It was like a, this isn't enough. Like, I want it to be bigger. It was like, damn, this is a lot. It but it's like, hit. man, if I would have done, if I would have done something different, then this could have been two times that. So it's like, how do I switch it up and get five times? This? Right. So it's kind of like, let me go harder. But it's sitting that moment and you acknowledge it and you're proud. But it's like, I need to go harder because next time it could be much more than this and I need that. Right. right. And it's that's where that 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 not overvaluing it comes in because you know this was supposed to happen, so we need to keep going. The train right. needs to keep going. I need to keep because you worked, I need to keep pushing. You worked hard. 
And and like Hoop said, like those nights, man, we were like how you said how you skipped that quiz, man. Me and Hoop, same. I'm skipping class. Only thing I wasn't skipping was football practice and things I had to do with football weights and everything. But everything else, if I had to get some shirts out, and me and Hoop had to deliver shirts and get shirts out to people and do make shirts and send out deliveries, man, it was it was getting done. It was yes, it was missing class if I had to, and yes, it was because at the end of the day. This is what's important to me, and this is what, like, my whole this is what I want to do. So, you have to put that extra in, and then once you start seeing it come back, that feeling is just it's a drug almost, right? It's, I love it, yeah, for sure, bro. And I and I, I feel the same way. The reason I said that is because, like, I realized, like, soon as I got that money, bro, it wasn't like happiness, it was more so, how do I double this? Mm. Like, it was one of them, like, holy, like, what. I'm thinking like, man, I don't work so hard. I deserve this. I'm thinking I'm be, you know, content for a little while. Soon as I saw that junk hit my account, bro, I'm like, yo, how I double this? How I keep going with this? You see what I'm saying? It's right. kind of like you, you start itching, and that, and I've turned that instead of a, a money purpose. Of course, it's always gonna be for money purposes, but that's ne- that's never gonna end. That's how I treat my brand. Like, okay, I get that little bit of success. Now let me see what I can do. You know, how can I double it? How can I, um get someone else to believe in their self and, and build their brand. How can I, you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like what we're doing is never ending. So there is no way we can literally stop and think about one thing. It, you can't bro. It's like, you, we've seen so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when you start having fun with it, like you start having fun with it and you, and you meet those people that make it fun. Like for example, like Cam Smooth, you, you know, <laughs> you know exactly who I'm talking about, bro. Like, he y'all don't have nothing to like, but you can wake up every day and look forward to seeing that dude because he he invested into you and your vision. You get what right. I'm saying? Right. Like you can you can actually have conversations with this dude and y'all don't live nothing alike, bro. It's, and we invested in each to, other exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get to. Like that. That's the kind of energy I want around me to where people don't have to you know worry about like what I'm making, what I have going on, my status, like. If you can feel me and you can feel my vision, bro, you can get almost anything out of me. And that's just that's just where I'm in right now, bro. I, I'm at a great space with my brand. And and I feel like that's a blessing within itself. That is a blessing. That is a blessing. It is. I think that especially with everything happening right now, that is a blessing. Right. Yeah. I think that's um and I think I think that's a good way to uh to cap this episode off too, man. We we hit a lot of things. Yeah. That was some good talk. Yeah, for sure, bro. I thank y'all for having me, dog. I feel like um, ISO is gonna start his podcast this upcoming week, so I'm definitely gonna get y'all boys on on my podcast too, just to talk about business and you know a whole lot of other points that we may have missed on this one. But I, I truly enjoyed it. Man. Where can um where can uh, our listeners find you at uh, as far as your Instagrams and all your handles and things like that? So um, first and foremost, we're gonna do uh, ISO brand ISO brand dot com one SO brand dot com. Um, that's our website. Um, Instagram is at one so brand, um, at one so vision, and then my personal Instagram is at Des Brown Jr. D E Z B R O W N J R. So that's where y'all can find me. Hit me up if you have any questions, um, business, personal talk, whatever you may need, bro. I'm here. Just just hit me up. All right, man. <laughs> appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you joining us, man. It was it was real. It was good talking to you, bro. For sure, man. Y'all boys be easy. All right, dog. I 
And that concludes this episode of the Free Value Podcast. We want to give a huge thanks to Millennial Park, Louisiana's first open-air shipping container park, for sponsoring this episode. For updates on the development of the site, follow them on Instagram at Millennial Park or check out their website at MillennialParkBR.com. And as always, you can find us, The Free Value Podcast, on Instagram at The Free Value Podcast and the hosts as well at HoopZig and at Cameron Jackson underscore CEO. Until next week, thanks for listening.